evening everyone. Probably just a few brief words from me tonight, but I think it's a, a very useful uh, teaching um, that I wanted to share with you. But there's a, an email teaching that comes from America, I don't know how it came to me, but I get it regularly, called um, Unfettered Mind. Anyone else get Unfettered Mind? Okay. Anyway, it's by um, a man whose name is Ken McLeod, I think it is, and he's a, a Tibetan Buddhist lineage holder. And so often he's got some very, um, really good practical advice for practice. And, and I'm, I'm going to simplify it down into what I think are the, the basic in, ingredients of it. But a, as you know, and we've talked about many times, um, from a Zen perspective, from a Buddhist perspective, the ego that we talk about or the self-centeredness is really just a, it's not a thing, it's a dynamic of grasping and aversion and ignorance, you know, sort of spinning around. And that you would all be aware of that um, wheel of life and death, the Tibetan mandala of um, life and death, where in the centre of it, the hub of it, is um, greed, hatred and ignorance. That's kind of like the engine that drives us and keeps us going through the six worlds of suffering. Um, but um, one of the things he emphasised, which I thought was really clear, is that um, if we look at the main aspects of that ego dynamic as being grasping aversion or greed and hatred, um, when, we're, when we're angry, what he's, he's pointing out so clearly is that when we're caught in anger, we're in a relationship of opposition with life in some way or, or opposition with other people. And when we're um, in that greedy state or grasping state, we're in, a, we're in a mode where we're trying to take something from life, right? And there, there's different aspects of our, our personality. Um, but his, his uh, little sayings here, which I've been actually practising during the week and found it very useful, is that whenever anger arises, asking yourself, what am I opposing, right? So you identify whatever it is you're opposing. Secondly, do I have to oppose it? And is the posing called for at all? Mm -hmm. And if you, I found that a very useful thing just to check in with just in everyday life. Um, if you're like me, you may find yourself at times imagining something that might happen where there's something conflictual that might occur either in your family or at work or whatever, and you start fantasising about what you might need to say or what position you need to take or whatever. And then you catch it, you realise that you're actually, um, you actually have created an oppositional state in your mind. Mm -hmm. and, and then as I practice with it during the week, it's like, yeah, I'm in, an, I'm, I'm in an oppositional state of mind. And as it's saying, basically, is it necessary? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is it really necessary? And um, it's kind of it's kind of embarrassing to recognise, you know, <laughs> the insight that comes from it so frequently is actually no, it's not it's not necessary. But if you you create opposition in your own mind, it's like you you create an agitation in your body, you know, and you keep it going through the storyline, <clears throat> um, and and you can simply just recognise. Um, 
that it's just a mind-created phenomena that somehow I've got to create opposition and I don't need to do it. And it just drops away and the story drops away. And then there's a kind of a, you know, a, a relative kind of peace goes through your being when you do it. And some people can have a tendency, um, it's kind of in their, their nature that they, they, they live in a world of opposition all the time or they create a world of opposition as a way maybe of trying to maintain an, an identity of some kind. And so that's what the realms in the six realms are. Some of them are about creating opposition like the fighting demons and so on. Um, or the hell realm. There's something always out there that you've got to fight all the time. And we can, we can turn that into a, um, a, like a character trait or a, a personality trait. And it's not necessary. Um, the other side of it is the taking, you know, the grasping side of it. What, uh, oh, before we move on, may also say, um, there are times that we would all find in our life when you say, what am I opposing, and do I have to oppose it? And you go, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. There are things in all of our lives where, like, we may not believe what the government's policy is and we, we oppose it, you know, or in our own families, someone comes up with some idea that they think is a great idea and you think practically, no, it's not, and I've got to say something about it and I've got to, I, I've got to oppose it. So it's not just saying that all opposition is bad, it's just that a lot of the opposition we create is just a habit pattern, you know, that doesn't necessarily need to be there. But there are certainly times in our lives where we do need to oppose. So with the other side of it, the, the neediness, is that when we're grasping there's a sense of neediness. So what am I taking is the question. <clears throat> do I need to take it? Is taking called for at this moment? And again, like with anger and opposition, we all at times do need to take something. You know, we're actually taking from the environment, we're taking food from the environment, we're taking oxygen from the air to live. So it's not as though taking is bad, but it's a good check on whether we really actually need something or not mm -hmm. when we ask ourselves those questions. They're just really good questions to for everyday practice just to keep a check on whether we're getting caught up in unnecessary opposition and unnecessary taking, like something that's becoming indulgent. Um, now, the more obvious aspects of that, are the ones that come to mind is food. Do you know, do I really need to take that food? Do I need to have that extra serving of that or what? That's the more obvious way of, of putting it. Um, it also expands just to material Possessions. Do I need to have that shirt? Do I need that dress? Do, you know, do I need to buy that bit of furniture? Do I really need a new car? You know, so it expands to there. But I think the taking also expands into the, um, the, the, the interpersonal realm as well. And we could, we could um, practice it um, in that realm as well as the material realm. For example, um, do I really need to express this opinion? Mm -hmm. Is it really necessary? Um, by doing it, I'm actually, I'm actually taking up the time of others. You know? um, do I really need to jump the queue? Mm -hmm. Do I really need to put my needs first all the time in front of other people? That's kind of taking of something. 
So it's interpersonal, interrelational, not just about material things at all. Um, but when we think of grasping aversion as the two main aspects of what drives our life um, and is the, the basis of what the Buddha taught as being the, the basis of dissatisfaction or suffering, these are two very little simple methods that you can apply just to keep a check on, on how you're actually working out of habit unconsciously in your life. So I hope you find it as useful as what I have.